A group of goblin scouts threatens to warn the Dragonblood forces of the imminent attack. Can Octavia catch up to them? Will their report get through? And how was Octavia feline before the big battle? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident dungeon master. <laughs> Me, My Spouse, and a Die is a family-friendly, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Moir, a land that has been ravaged by a war with monsters for 15 years. What flavors do you think those donuts were of the <laughs> hero's feast? Not at all, eh? <laughs> oh, we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> well, it's also food related, which is also fun. Well, it's, yeah. Um, I mean, I just like cream filled donuts. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorite kind of donuts. I'm like not a big fan filled. of jelly filled. I usually don't like the jelly. Um, but I love cream-filled donuts. Mm-hmm. Custard-filled are all right. All right. Uh, good old-fashioned sour cream donuts. Pretty mm-hmm. solid, too. Mm-hmm. Well, we make a perfect match because I don't particularly care for the cream-filled ones, but I love the jelly-filled ones. Have, have, have we talked about Orums on this podcast yet? I feel like we probably We have. must have. But just again, if you ever travel to the tiny little town of Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, there's not much there except <laughs> a really awesome donut shop called mm-hmm. Orams. O-R-A-M apostrophe S. Best donuts I've ever eaten. They're amazing. They're known for cinnamon buns, like cinnamon rolls the size of your face. Yeah. And they're exquisite. They're perfect. They're, they're not perfect. just like big. You know how sometimes like novelty things that are big are gr- like not very good. These are, These are novelty sized and delicious. Delicious. They're so good. They're amazing. And you should just follow them on Instagram because they always just post delicious pictures of donuts, amazing. which is they're so good. Tantalizing. So if you're in the uh, wet or just I guess if you're in the western Pennsylvania region, more like southwest actually. Southwest. Make a stop by. I feel like it's kind of Midwest. Midwest, yeah. Make a stop by Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Drive through Geneva College, where we went. Stop by the Grove City Outlets on your way out. (laughs) Darn Mm -hmm. good donuts. Now I want want Orem's. Now I want Orem's. Well, I think I was also thinking of the Heroes Feast because we've been watching Twin Peaks for the first time. And there's always... I knew exactly where I was coming from. Yeah, there's always that... That spread of donuts, and every time like a that a scene with this spread of donuts would come up, we'd both be like, "Oh, oh I just I want, want like a table full of donuts." So that was just like the yeah. very first thing that came to mind. Yeah, donuts are basically my my suite of choice. Mm-hmm. I, I really donuts. wanted for our wedding to have donuts instead of cake. Well, we wanted a lot of things for our wedding. That's true. Well, you wanted cake as opposed to donuts. That's true. I wanted a traditional yeah. wedding cake because I can get donuts whenever I want, but I can only get a wedding cake on my wedding. That is very true. <sighs> it's very good cake, too. It was great cake. It came from Giant Eagle, which Giant is just Eagle a cake. local grocery store. Just a local grocery store. I- it's funny. I was at a, a job interview and I was 
pretty far. I didn't get this job, but I was pretty far down the line. And they were telling me about the benefits package they had. And one of the things uh, the, the HR lady was telling me was that, you know, at I think it was like Thanksgiving, they gave employees like a $50 coupon to Giant Eagle. And she made sure to explain that's a local grocery store chain, to which I, I was thinking like, I mean, you know, I'm you know, I'm from here. I know what a giant eagle is. I shop at giant eagle all the time. They have giant eagles in Ohio. Like I knew what a giant eagle was before I came here. So I guess to me, I just assume that everyone knows what a giant eagle is. But I guess they they don't. They're not. A, they're not a national chain. <laughs> yep. They're a regional chain. Yep. And it's just like you know, we don't really have Kroger's down here mm-hmm. or Meyer. Meyer. Yeah. Publix. Publix. Win Dixie. Yeah, we got we got giant eagle. Mm-hmm. It's great. Which is so confusing because out in the Philly area of pennsylvania there is giant giant. but i'm like who was the brilliant person who like which came first and why was the other person like oh you have giant out in philly we're gonna be giant eagle or oh you have giant eagle out in pittsburgh we're gonna be giant like i don't know maybe pennsylvania is a small enough state that pennsylvania is actually a pretty big state yeah but there are like two major cities you don't count harrisburg (laughs) Unfortunately, I do not Don't count, count Harrisburg. Harrisburg. Our great capital. Our blessed state capital. Yeah, but I mean, two big cities is more than some states have. I guess that's true. I mean. What else is in Illinois besides Chicago? Snow. <laughs> uh, I mean, am I, if you want to get into my geography, it's not great. But I mean, yeah, Pennsylvania is uh, as far as like an actually populated large state. Because once you get out west, the states are huge. But there's like Like one town every 500 miles. So PA is actually a pretty good size, Mm -hmm. pretty good size state. I guess that's true. We're bigger than most European countries. (laughs) That is that is definitely true. But I guess it's like if I were in the marketing and branding of a store in Pennsylvania, I would want to see what the other, like I would look at Philly and Cleveland to be like, okay, what are those? I mean, Philly and Pittsburgh are so like diametrically different. That's also true. They're They're basically different States in and of themselves. Well, yes, they are. I've never really seen the humongous difference between Pittsburgh and Philly that everyone's always like, it all comes down to sandwiches. (laughs) Oh, is that it? I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, who would win in a head-to-head fight? A Primanti's coleslaw and french fry sandwich or a Philly cheesesteak? Philly (laughs) cheesesteak? Get out of here, traitor. 100% of Philly cheesesteak. I am so sorry, but I do not like Primanti's sandwiches. You you had one a while ago and you changed your tune. Did I change my tune? Yes, you did. You had one and you were like, these actually aren't as bad as I remember. I I actually like this going to get one to see if i had changed my mind i don't think so i think you actually had one. when did we have that i don't know but i love permantis anyone who doesn't like coleslaw and french fries on their sandwich is an idiot well i remember us talking about it and being like i've only had it infrequent i've only had permantis infrequently so it's probably like, why and you have to get the right kind i always get the capicola so i was like i think we should get the again to see if i like it now but i don't think we actually ever have my buddy who probably doesn't listen to this always gets the tuna melt which is like i understand you enjoy it and you're allowed to enjoy it but out of all of those options what draws you to the tuna melt primanti sandwich 
Also, I have to say that I like my coleslaw uh, mayonnaise-based as opposed to vinegar-based because I'm like, let me have as much fat in my coleslaw as possible. But see, the so. vinegar cuts through the heaviness of the sandwich because if it was a sandwich and it ha- if, if it was this sandwich, which already has french fries and a whole bunch of meat on it and you globbed a bunch of mayo on there too, that sounds it amazing. adds some tang to it. I like Praman. I mean, I love a good cheesesteak too, but man, Praman's is just... I feel like it's more unique. Like, I'm sorry, Philly, but since when do you have a patent on meat and cheese? <laughs> well, since like, there I'm is a, sorry. a nationally known sandwich called the Philly cheesesteak. Apparently, but like, oh, great idea. Let's take steak and cheese and put them in a bun. Congratulations. Well, they did. Great idea. For it, I guess, but I don't know why. That seems like something everyone who has two brain cells to rub together could be like, "Hey, this is a great combination." Well, I'm just not. I mean, like, I don't doubt that other cities have those types of sandwiches, but Philly became known for. I'm not. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying it's if you look at you know which one's a better idea or at least a more creative use of sandwich i think the uh winner is clear there i guess it also depends on what the purpose of said sandwich is uh eating <laughs> what other purpose is there well the permandy sandwich developed because you would have folks who would be coming in for their lunch break right. and they needed to they it was it was a sandwich with all of the sides combined with yes, the coleslaw and the and great. the french fries but uh, a Philly cheesesteak doesn't have that same purpose, so they are also different in their intent. A, f- well, a Philly cheesesteak isn't necessarily different. supposed to also be including the sides. Well, okay, nobody, like, the Primantis is not like, only truckers can eat Primantis now. Everyone eats it for whatever meal they want. The purpose is the same, to eat a greasy, delicious piece of food. I know, but you're talking about the creativity of their inception. Again, they have just different purposes in their in their original inception. I'm not their, talking about their, current the overall consumption. purpose of a sandwich. Okay, a sandwich is already meant to it's a it's <laughs> to be delicious between the two pieces of bread. That is the purpose of a sandwich. So, can you not have a sandwich like in a bun, or are those bun is a type of bread? You said two pieces. Yeah, they have to be separate. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's some weird taco, hoagie. not a sandwich. <laughs> We're not getting it. A hoagie is a sandwich. <laughs> a hero is a sandwich. A sub sub is a sandwich. Then why isn't a taco a sandwich? Because it's not a sandwich. It's a wrap. If a wrap is not a sandwich. If a hero, which is literally a wrap, no, is a, a hero, not a not a not a hero, not a not a gyro. Oh, a you hero, H E R O, hero. Oh, like a hoagie, like a subway. Yes, so, that is a sandwich. A, a sandwich. hero is oh, okay. not a sandwich. That falls in the taco category, of which wrap. is like a wrap. Oh, okay. Fight me. Anyway, <laughs> it's been like 10 minutes and we've been talking, arguing about sandwiches. <laughs> sandwich semantics. This has been your first episode of Sandwich Semantics. Sandwich hour with us. <laughs> the sandwiching hour honestly though if you guys didn't enjoy listening to us talk about food you would have left like a yeah. hundred episodes ago <laughs> very true i think we opened like our first one talking about pizza so i wouldn't be surprised we're we have a very small uh realm of experience and food is is most of it, most of it. anyway <laughs> let's let's get to it all right let's start the game the part of the show i like to call the, the show. show uh you were having a nice conversation nice 
dinner chat with your bro and you saw a goblin spine on you from the woods. The two of you met eyes and it turned and ran into the forest. You shapeshifted into a, a beast and took off after it. You got in the woods and you saw a group of them, four in total goblins, uh, hopping onto large, scruffy-looking dog-like creatures who then turned and started running through the forest towards the east. We, I'm assuming you pursue. I I do pursue. They do exit stage left pursued by lion. You recognize the creatures these goblins are riding on as wargs. Ooh. Of course. And you have turned into some sort of large feline. Mm Mm-hmm. And are in hot pursuit. We are going to run this portion of the adventure as a chase using slightly altered chase rules because I don't like the DMG chase rules. It's basically just going to be a skill challenge. Sounds good. Uh, So you're going to make a number of... I'm going to present you with a complication. You are going to tell me how you react. We are both going to agree upon a certain skill check for you to make. You are going to attempt it and you will need to succeed on a certain number of those before you fail a certain number of those. If you fail the skill challenge, your quarry escapes. If you succeed, you will catch up to them. So these wargs and these goblins take off running through the thick, dense underbrush you in lion form take up hot pursuit your paws pounding on at the forest floor beneath you as the sun is setting we're gonna roll some uh, complications so okay. give me a d10 roll d10 and we're gonna see what happens four four these wargs tear through the forest you hot on their heels uh after a few seconds of pursuing you see them all make a leap and as you get to where they were you see a small but wide and relatively powerful uh, like stream Mm -hmm. with with a bit of rapids uh cutting through a little bit of foamy stuff some some rocks embedded in its path what do you do? I would like to use um, a perception check to find the best place to um, like plant my feet before running jump. Like I want to find uh, either a really solid non-slippery stone or like a really, really firm piece of earth off of which you know this lion who weighs a lot can basically launch itself without the ground underneath its feet crumbling okay caveat you're only going to be able to use a skill once you're not just going to be able to find a way to use perception for everything oh i know yeah yeah um okay make a and as a lion i have a special i can running leap extra far okay so i want to combine that so i can gain even more on them sure make a perception check 23 okay that is a success awesome you spot where you are going to land or where you're going to take off from where you're going to land plant your hind legs there and give a powerful and leap across this ravine leaving it bubbling 
behind you. You continue your pursuit. Roll me another d10. If you roll the same thing that you've already gotten, re-roll it, please. Okie dokie. How far behind them am I? Flavorfully far enough. Okay. (laughs) Ten. Ten. So you're tearing through after them, leaves whipping against your face, and out of the corner of your eye, you spot several wild beasts kind of rumbling across the path. They look like they look like big old wild boars. Mm, mm-hmm. About three of them charging across your path. They look like they've they've seen you and are trying to chase you out of their territory. Okay. Uh, how? What do you plan to do to avoid uh, turn back uh, impede these creatures who are snorting and looking at you and rushing straight for you with tusks sharp and angry eyes. I would like to, you know, as a lion, basically, uh, you know, roar out that I'm just just running through and I don't, you know, care about their territory and I'm just running through, um, you know, let me be on my way. I'd like to do an animal handling I, I'm not gonna. That's that's a bit of a stretch. A of trying persu- to roar to animal. Nah. Can I do a persuasion? Um, you can do an intimidation. These do not look like the boars to be persuaded. You know, you're not you're not having an argument with these boars. You're not saying good good boar. <laughs> please uh, let me continue on my way. All right, sounds good. I will do an intimidation. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, so you not missing a stride turn around and let loose a roar uh unfortunately the boars Uh-oh. do not seem to be dissuaded from pursuing you and one of them just clobbers right into your side and sends you sprawling uh it takes you a minute uh, you kind of roll off the path and recover get back on your feet and start uh continuing on the chase it doesn't look like the boars are gonna pursue you but you definitely lost sometime oof okay but you get back on the path. You can still see these four wargs cutting through the brush ahead of you. Roll me another d10. Five. Five. Okay. Um, so you're running along, and you see one of these goblins, the, the one kind of in the rear riding this warg, reaches onto its, its like belt and tosses something backwards at you, and you sort of run through a cloud of... Uh, like sand and dust and ash and you can feel your eyes getting caked how do you avoid being blinded by the pocket sand um as as a lion my nose is like really um you you know i have a really powerful nose and i can i can really follow my prey is there a way that i could use insight to kind of intuit the way that they were going and close my eyes and rely on my nose um, insight? I wouldn't say insight. You could maybe do a survival. Okay. To try to anticipate their movements and close your eyes for a minute and, you know, remember, like, what obstacles are in your way. Mm-hmm. You can try okay. that. 23. Okay. That is a success. Uh, so you see this cloud coming. Close your eyes after taking, like, a split second to... Try to memorize your surroundings. Close your eyes and leap through this cloud. You can feel the dust particles bouncing off of your face. 
You land where you think you landed, um, where, where you should. You avoid that particular route and that stump that was in your way. And once you feel your face is clear of debris, open your eyes again. Blink them out, and you can see those wargs still ahead of you. And the goblin on the back is like, Nyah! curses and goblin. <laughs> uh, roll me another d10. All right. Nine. Nine. Uh, so the wargs kind of juke off to the left, and you juke to follow them, and you find yourself rapidly approaching a big old bush, which you recognize is something called Razor Vine, Uh which is exactly what it sounds like. Um, It is a very thorny bush with very sharp leaves that is known to cut up the uncareful, uh, you know, passer through. So what do you do? It's like directly in your path. Can I use stealth to like circumnavigate, like I want to circumnavigate the razor, razor vine, razor mm-hmm. leaf, um, without necessarily the goblins knowing in what direction. So they would like look behind and they wouldn't see, you know, the, the bush you know, moving or any of the surrounding brush moving. They would almost kind of like look behind and and maybe think that they lost me in the underbrush as I go carefully through and around this sharp bush. Um, so the, the obstacle is more like you're about to run into it. Do you try to, you know, dodge out of the way? Do you try to leap over? Do you try to rush under? Do you just try to brute force okay. tank through it? Do you try to climb a tree and jump over it? Stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I think, I think that's what... Um, you know, she'll try to do. She'll see this, see the sharp, sharp leaves, see some of the trees uh, around it, and she'll like leap at a tree and kind of parkour <laughs> off oh. of it to jump over this sharp, sharp bush. Okay. What are you suggesting? As I was, a I was thinking athletics. Sure. Yeah, I would take that. Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, so you try to kind of brace yourself against a, a tree or a rock and leap over it. Uh, you don't get quite enough air as much as you would like, and your paws kind of get caught as you you crash kind of over it, but it scratches up your underbelly. Oof. And yeah, you, you kind of land a bit hard and, and take a roll, and you lose a bit of time. That was also a failure. Oh man, I'm two for two, guys. No, it's not too bad, though. Um, okay. But you you kind of shake off the soreness in your paws. You got a couple scrapes and, and scratches, but uh, nothing too life-threatening. Like a giant thorn in, its, in her paw, kind of like yeah. Aslan. <laughs> uh, you can see the, the wargs still making, you know, they've separated a bit from you, but you're still in hot pursuit. Roll me a d10. Reroll if you've gotten the result already. Six. Don't Six. think we've gotten that one. Okay. Yeah, so you're you're booking it. The wargs kind of make another juke, and you juke to follow them, and you catch yourself on a sudden drop. It's a bit of a like an overhang, maybe a, a cliff formation or some sort of rocky terrain that kind of drops down, you know, ten fifteen feet. Um, you're like skidding up to it. You don't really want to, uh, you know, fall and crash down on it. What do you do in this case? Do I see... Are the wargs on the other side? Yeah, they're still... So they crossed it. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
still yipping ahead of you. Can I do a nature check to see if any of the, um, like, rocks that are around the, the edge are unstable or are going to, like, crack under my weight as I try to jump across? What do you mean? Basically, I want to make sure that I, I want to find the, um, you know, the, the, the narrowest part across this, you know, ravine. And I want to... It's isn't, isn't not a ravine. It's oh. like a ledge. Oh, it's oh, like oh, a oh, drop oh. down. Sorry, I misunderstood. Sorry. Okay. Um, um, sorry. Give me a second. I was confused, which happens from time, from to, time to time. Time. Can I do um, just like a straight dex to like a acrobatics to as I get mm-hmm. down, you know, kind of keep going, roll. do it like yep. a roll with it? Yeah. Yep. Yep. That sounds good. Acrobatics. 21. 21. All right. Uh, you let yourself leap across the edge and hit the ground and kind of do a parkour roll mm-hmm. <laughs> as a lion and keep your momentum. And parkour. 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 And you keep hurtling down the path after them. Great. All right. I will tell you, uh, I was looking for, well, I still am looking for four successes before three failures. Okay. You're at three successes and two failures. Oh, so the result of this next one will determine whether you catch up to them or whether they escape. So roll me one last d10. Three. Nice. We didn't get any. Uh, mm-hmm. No any duplicates. Separate. Okay. You... Take a few more twists and turns following the the trail of these fleeing goblins. And as you make a turn around a tree trunk, you find yourself cutting through an enormous swarm of buzzing insects. Maybe wasps. You see like a nest hanging from a tree. What do you do? They look angry. Start buzzing menacingly towards you. But I'm I'm not in the swarm yet, right? You're about to be. You might be able to avoid it or plow through it or, you know, scare them off or something. Could I use um, I always kind of mix up insight and perception. Could I use an insight check to try to find a route around them? That's not really what insight is what, for. What exactly is insight for again? Insight's for like reading people. Oh, like okay. Like saying, are you lying to me? Are you telling the truth? You know, are you hiding something? Okay. Are you concealing your emotions? Stuff like that. Okay. Can I use an animal handling to try to figure out which is the way that would disturb them the least. Whether going right through them would, and just, you know, is it better to run through quickly but directly through them? Or is it better to circumnavigate them where I'll maybe be in their sights for longer but I won't go as close to their nest? That would be a nature check. To like think of what you know about these insects and determine the best way to deal with them. Okay. Can I try to sneak by them stealthily? Sure. 22. 22. All right. Uh, you skid yourself to a halt and do like a roll off into the bushes and <laughs> pad past them and then hop back onto the path and continue <laughs> rushing afterwards. Uh, okay. You make it. Um, so you are chasing these things and as you've kind of pursued them you've gained a little bit of ground 
and you get to a part in the forest where you can kind of see where they're going and you you spot like a, a path to kind of cut them off mm. at the pass maybe like hop up a tree run across a branch hop over to this rock slide down this stump and uh you you do that and you land boom paws out facing down the four of these wards who skid to a halt in so front cool. of you. Roll for initiative. Alright! Where's Karhoon? He's back at camp. You left him. I did! Karhoon! I rolled a grand two. Total? Total. Oh, sorry, no, a four total. I did roll a two and four total. All right, let me. I also rolled a two. We'll see if goblins have a better deck. I mean, they probably do. They're little. Um. Yeah, they're tied with you actually. So I'll let you go first. Oh wow! You got the drop on them. I mean, they're goblins. They don't have great stats. I just thought they'd maybe be a bit more dexterous, just because they're you know I don't know sneaky and little and. I mean, they are, but they're also CR like nothing. (laughs) An eighth. Uh, you're up first. You've got four of these things skidded to a halt, and they snarl, and the one goblin in front says something to the other ones in goblin. Do you speak goblin? I do not. Okay. Well, it shouts something to the others. What do you do? All right. I am going to, um, I think rush towards them. If I stand right at the... They're kind of in in a V formation. If I stand... Right at the tip of the V, are all four of them within 10 feet of me, or are the two further away 15 feet? 15. 15 feet. Okay. So I'm going to take two steps forward, and out of me is going to burst a blast of icy energy. Sounds painful. Well, it probably is hopefully for them as I use Jasulka's Nova. If the two front goblins and the two front wargs could please make a constitution saving throw. Uh, the two goblins get a 13 and a 14. Miss or fail. The two wargs get fails. Okay, so all four of them are restrained, and they're all going to take 66 damage. Okay. Do I... Okay, I just have 60. No, that's five. They all take 16 ice damage, or, or, or cold. And they are all restrained, and then I am going to back up so that I am not... You know, as close to the to the two that are um, behind these front two. Okay. I'm so fast. I have a 50 foot. That's true. Speed right now. That's true. Uh, okay, so you cast that. Those two are restrained. Roll a d4 for how many rounds that lasts. Okay, call. Two. Two. All right. So this is our first turn being restrained. I'm going to pull restrained up so that I know exactly what that means. You'll have does. advantage on attack rolls against them. They have advantage and disadvantage and they cannot move. Uh, so they're all stuck. They don't do anything. Uh, the two from behind direct their wargs who leap forward after you. And one of them shouts, you should have let us get away. Wargs are also very fast. They both rush up. 
And the goblins are both going to take two swings at you with a skimmy tar. Uh-oh. So the first one rolls a... Ooh, that's good. That's a 19 and a 22. Both of those definitely hit. Okay, the first one deals you three points and then three points. So six points of slashing damage total. The second one slashes twice, rolls a natural one and a natural 19. Uh, So misses with one, crushes you with the other one, Mm -hmm. deals you eight points max damage, eight slashing damage, cackles, and then they use nimble escape to disengage. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And use the rest of their movement, which isn't a ton. Uh, and so they both kind of retreat back their wargs, snarling at you. Your turn. Okay. I am going to use my action to release my wings. Okay. And then I am going to fly up 30 feet. I guess, yeah, 30 feet into the sky. Okay. And that's it. You do that. Uh, The goblins, the two of them that are restrained, kind of shiver, and at the end of their turns, they've spent two turns restrained. So next turn, they will be free to act. The two who are not restrained, try to get away from us now, eh? They put their scimitars away, pull out javelins, and they each are going to chuck one at you. (laughs) <laughs> Not good. Um, the highest one is a 15. Sorry, 14. That hits, unfortunately. Okay. A lion doesn't have a particularly high AC. The other one is terrible, so that definitely doesn't. You take four points of piercing damage as one javelin sinks into your haunch. The other one sails past you. And then they're just going to... Uh, I mean, you're a lion, so you don't have any ranged attacks, so I think they're just gonna kind of chill there. Yeah. Um, your turn. Alright, so the t- so they're not restrained anymore? Nope. Okay. No one's restrained no anymore. No one's restrained anymore. Oh, that's too bad. Um, I am going to swoop down, um, and I'm gonna fly 5, 10, 15, 20. I guess I'm gonna fly at an angle. Um, to one of the goblins that I, I had restrained. Mm-hmm. So let's say goblin number four, one of the two that used to be, you know, in the front, but I feel like there's still, you know, icicles at the, at the tips of their hair and everything. And I am going to do a, you know what? As I fly down towards these creatures, you see the, the lithe, uh, you know, sinewy uh, form of this flying lion get big, and these and these muscles get not so much lithe as bulky as some of her teeth get a little bit longer, and her nose gets really long, and she turns into an elephant. Okay. And then I'm going right. to do a stomp on it. Is there any way that I can just drop myself on it? In addition to the to give me maybe advantage on the stomp attack or um if you want to drop yourself 
from 30 feet. Um, I'll say it, it'll take whatever bludgeoning damage you take from the fall. Oh, okay. Well, I will just attack it, though. Okay. So I come up with my giant elephant foot, paw. It's hoof. a foot. They have feet. Foot. They have little toenails. Their feet. And try to just stomp this. They feet. Goblin. It's a natural 19 for a 27 yes, to hit. For sure. <laughs> All right. And Definitely. that will be. Probably don't even need to roll it, but we'll see. Yeah, it's dead. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it dead. Uh, you crush one of the goblins off of the back. The warg just kind of <laughs> yips and howls and crashes off into the underbrush. Okay. Is that the end of your turn? I guess I could fly. Am I within melee of any of them? How big are you? I am huge. Then yes. Okay. You could hit this one. Do you have reach? No, okay. I don't want to hit them. I want to. I don't want them to just be able to smack me next turn. So oh. I was thinking like I'll fly five feet away. Okay. I mean, I guess how you could position yourself so you're not right next to this one, but it will just kind of have five feet to move. Well, if I can just go up a little bit more. Did you use all of your movement coming down to hit it? I don't think so. I mean, if I'm using a using an angle. 15, 20. I mean, it's 20 feet just this way, and it's going to be longer if you also have to go down. Okay. So you might have five feet, but that's probably it. I'll, ju- I'll just stay where I am. Okay. All right, you come down, crush a, crush a goblin. <laughs> the warg officially runs off into the woods. You can take okay. an opportunity attack if you want. I- like to okay natural 20 so that's also will be probably dead 60 10 plus what plus five yeah it's dead okay <laughs> i just like smack it with my trunk uh, i feel kind of bad but i don't want them i don't want them coming going back because that'll be you know that'll alert the you know the the dragon bloods that something mm-hmm. is going on i mean i can i can pull up a crit card if you want to see if it impacts the rest of the battle but mathematically, that one is definitely dead, no matter what you roll. Why don't you pull it up and then don't read it aloud unless it does impact? Because then we can save it. Roll me a d20. Four! Of course I crit the poor dog. Or beast. It's, you know. It's kind of a dog. Yeah, okay. It's it's not worth it. All right. Um, it's a good crit, but it just would have added a bunch of extra damage, which would yeah, be overkill at this point. That would be a waste of a crit card. So, you crush that one, Warg runs off, you bop it with your tusk, and it just clatters off into the leaves. Uh, The rest of the goblins uh, kind of bark at each other, and the one that was restrained, but is now not, rushes up to you, and one of the ones who has not been damaged also rushes up to you. They're both going to take two swings at you with skimitars. Okay. Um, that is a... Both of them rolled natural 14. Ooh, plus. that... Those hit. Those hit. Oh, great. Cool. Again, my AC is very low. So they deal 12 points cumulatively okay. from the first one. The second one slashes out, cutting at your legs. Uh, those both hit natural... Natty 17, natty 18. Orange Crush is coming back. Oh, no. And then 11 points of slashing from the second one as they're just like <laughs> hacking at your yeah. legs. 
Uh, they bark, and the third one whips the warg around and is going to start charging off into the forest again. Okay. Away from you. It runs 50 feet that way, which is effectively off the map, but you can, I mean, still see it. Uh, it looks like it's trying to escape, and the other two are trying to keep you occupied. Yeah. It is your turn. What do you do? I'm going to charge after the one that is escaping. Okay. How far can you move? Uh, my speed is 40. So how? Uh, so you can... Actually, I guess that one would have dashed. So you're you're almost keeping pace with it, but that warg is a bit faster than you. So you know, um, unless you do something, it, it will just outpace you. The other two are going to take opportunity attacks. Okay. One is a hit, one is a miss. Okay. Uh, five damage from the hit. Slashing. As you thunder off in pursuit. Can I use a Nova to try to stop it? Uh, what's the range on your Novas? 10 foot, at least for this one. Uh, it's an action for Nova. And so we were both dashing, it dashed, and then I jumped. It dashed. You don't have to dash, but you would have to dash to get within range. Okay. I'll, so I'll, yeah, I'll have just dashed to okay. try to keep it at least in sight. Sounds good. So it's about... Well, now those ones can run away. This is... Mm. Okay. Do you run away? It's my turn. It is your turn. Currently, you have taken some damage and run after that. The, the, the fleeing one who is uh, about 30 feet ahead of you. You can look back and see that the other ones look like they're going to pursue you. Oh, do they? Yeah, I'll just I'll just tell you that. They look like they're going to try to harass you to let this other one Okay, I will, I will pursue then. Okay. Uh, you pursue the other two wargs. Uh, so you dash. No bonus. Anything? All right. Uh, You pursue. The fleeing one is about 30 feet ahead of you. The other two, they just use their full move to dash after you and are nipping at your heels, but they can't attack, but they will probably take opportunity attacks if you continue to chase forward. Uh, Your turn. Okay, so uh, where am I in relation to the one that fled that I chased after and then the ones that are chasing me effectively like this okay all right so you're the fleeing one is in the lead you're about 30 feet behind it and the other two are right on your butt okay 5 10 15 20 25 30 yeah 30 feet behind i am going to do a trampling charge towards the one that is fleeing and yes i am fine incurring from the two that are nipping at my heels okay my movement, my speed is 40, so I can get just up to the one that's trying to get away. Okay. I rolled, again, a natural one and a natural 19. Oh, my goodness. Different dice, though. They flip-flop. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so one of them deals you six points of slashing. All right. So I will run up, do a little trampling charge. It's a 16 to hit. The goblin. Well, Are you hitting the goblin or the warg? If I make the warg gr- go prone, what happens to the goblin? You'll knock the goblin off its back. Okay, I want to attack the warg. Then. Okay, that hits. Okay, so if the warg could make a strength saving throw, please. Do you do, you do any damage? Oh, yes, I do. Yeah, because you might just kill it. I might right? just kill it. That's a good point. 
29 points of damage. Yeah, you kill it. Okay. All right. All right. And then... So you rush up, just squish the, like, back half of this warg. And the Sorry. goblin goes toppling off and just, like, rolls a couple feet in the dust. Now, this, this ability allows me to do an additional attack. And the text is... If the target is prone, the, the elephant can make one stomp attack against it as a bonus action. So I assume that would only be the warg. I can't mm. get an attack off on the goblin. Correct. But the goblin's lying right there, and it's going to have to stand up and try to run away. Okay. So. Uh, okay, it is the goblin and the warg's turns. Just trying to get them all not able to get mm-hmm. anywhere. The one who you just knocked off is going to stand up okay. and... Knows it can't outrun you, so it's gonna try to take you out of elephant form. Two slashes with a scimitar, uh, 17, 18. Both hit. Seven points of damage, five points of damage, so 12 total. Hacking desperately as it starts to backpedal and try to get away from this elephant bearing down. The other two leap up towards you, and they're both also gonna take slashes. The first one misses both. Oh. Unless your AC is like single digits. It is it is thankfully not. It is low, but not that low. The second one rolls a fourteen total. That hits. And a natural twenty. <laughs> Ooh. So the first hit deals five points of slashing. Uh crap. Uh not great damage. Five from the second one. Five from the crit? Yeah. Wow. I rolled a two and a one on my dice. Oh, that's too bad for you, but good for me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so they do that. All right. Cutting you. Your legs have multiple little slash wounds I know. all over them. Oof. All right. Your turn. All right. I'm again going to uh, crackle with this freezing uh, energy as the you know the air around me gets like frigid all of a sudden, and, and everyone can start seeing their breath. And I'm going to do another Chisulka Nova. So if everyone could please make a con saving throw. All right. The goblins. Uh, one of them passed with a natural 19. Oh, okay. Wow. The other two failed. And then the wargs. That one's cracked. Um, sorry, constitution? Yes. 17? Fail. Okay. One of them passes and the other two fail. Okay. So one warg and one goblin succeeded and Mm -hmm. everyone else failed? Yep. Okay. So everyone who failed is going to take 66 and and the other two are going to take half of that. There's only two wargs left anyway. Oh, okay. One warg will take it. One will. All right. So the damage total is 32 points of damage for the ones who failed and then... 16 for the ones who succeeded. Okay. Uh, two of the goblins die. <sighs> nice! One of them is looking real bad. One of the wargs goes down. Okay. So basically, it's one goblin on a warg. They're both looking wolf. But it makes sense because, you know, one warg, you know, succeeded and one goblin mm-hmm. did. So it's, you know, those ones who are able to are from the north and they don't quite take the yeah. cold as hard. Yeah, so uh, is that the end of your turn? Yeah, it's the end of my turn. Alright, this w- goblin is going to use Nibble Escape to disengage as a bonus action and is going to dash 100 feet away. <gasps> <laughs> They're both looking pretty bad, pretty frosty. 
Uh, so it runs 100 feet away. Clearly trying to escape with their lives. Yeah. What do you do? Your turn. Um, I will... Again, you know, as an elephant, you cannot catch up. Okay. As an elephant, I'm going to run forward 40 feet. Mm-hmm. So that puts me 60 feet. 60 feet away. Correct. Away. And then I'm going to, as a bonus action, unwild shape. Mm-hmm. I am 60 feet behind them. Yes. Still have my wings out. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to cast Wrath of Nature. And I am going to put my hands out to the trees and just close my eyes and like my breath becomes, you know, deep and slow and the sound kind of, you know, everything kind of becomes muffled and I can like hear, hear the bugs and I can hear, you know, the little critters, you know, skittling underground. Mm, Skittle. Skittling indeed. So I am going to point at them because they're within range and in the 60 foot cube surrounding them the warg must make a strength saving throw please failure so the warg is now restrained okay and let's see what else it can do that's it's difficult terrain mm-hmm. I already used my bonus action and that's it so far the stones don't like See. Get thrown at you. I, I, I can use a bonus action to throw stones at them, but I used a bonus action to unwild okay. shape. And the trees can attack, but it says at the start of each of my turns. So it seems okay. like it wouldn't yeah. happen the round that I cast the spell. That's fine. But the uh, roots and vines one is at the end of my turn, so that one does is effective now. Sounds good. Uh, can it escape? Yes. Is there an escape roll? Yes. Strength athletics check. Let's just roll this and see if I even get close. Right, Orange Crush, can you redeem yourself? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a bad roll. Not a bad roll. What is your strength? Uh, 19. Just succeeds. <laughs> I'm assuming that was the action. Yes. Okay. Uh, is it, and it's difficult terrain? Correct. How much? 60 foot cube centered on them so 30 feet in each direction so 30 feet okay so it's gonna it can only move 25 feet away then so it scrabbles forward 25 feet (laughs) so it's 85 feet away from you okay that is its turn okay does the goblin do anything or oh the goblin tries to run i guess the goblin will throw a javelin at you okay 85 feet away. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'll throw it before the warg moves. Um, actually, it doesn't matter. Its short range is 30 feet, so it's going to have disadvantage regardless. This <laughs> is just a last-ditch effort. Gotta do something. Um, There's no way. Yeah, no. Uh, 12. Nope. That is a miss. Uh, so yeah, it crawls away. 85 feet, your turn. All right, I am going to dash forward. Well, it's the start of your turn. Do the trees attack? Oh, right, so it's the start of my turn. Let's see. I e- think this is all she wrote. <laughs> Each of the enemies within 10 feet of any tree in the cube must succeed on a deck save or take 46 slashing damage. All right. Whoa. Goblin is orange crush. Ha, ha, ha. I rolled a one and a three. Oh, 
Okay. They both fail. Okay, so... They're, they're almost assuredly dead, but roll the damage anyway, just for kicks. 14. Yeah, they both. They both dead. Oh. So the tree is just like... Okay. Boom. Whomping willow them. Whomp the crap out of them. Uh, and there, you've taken care of a lot of them. What do you do? Can I search their bodies for any sort of information or anything they may have? Uh, you search them all. They've got cruddy scimitars, a couple javelins, but they don't have any information on them. Um... No, like, secret battle plans. That would be kind of dumb to send, you know, forward True. scouting group. But, uh, yeah, you, you don't find anything. You just get that they're, you know, scouts making yeah. sure that everything's on the up and up. And we're trying to get back and warn, but you seem to have uh, stopped that from happening. Awesome. Do they have any gold on them? I am a cash poor at the moment. They have 18 gold pieces across the three of them. <laughs> nice! That is a significant increase to what I have. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to try to, like, since I still have this Wrath of Nature thing up, I'm going to try to kind of tell the tell the trees and the thorns and vines and, like, can you pull these bodies and, you know, pull these creatures into an underbrush so if someone comes by here, they're not as easy to see and kind of... You know, tidy up the the trail so we can't be tracked as much. How long does it last? A minute. A minute. Um, I mean, I guess the bodies that are in there are kind of destroyed, but there's still other bodies outside of this range that are are fresh and not in the the area of this bell. Oh, okay. So for the ones that aren't in the area, I'll kind of like kick, you know, leaves over them. I kick them. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> Take that. Vengeful. Ah. Uh, but yeah, just like, you know, try to cover them some with brush so that it's not as obvious. Probably doesn't do all that much. But... Roll a survival check. Ooh, nine. Yeah, you kind of throw some leaves on top of them. <laughs> and you're like, it's, yeah. it's a living. It's a living. It's the best I could do. Uh, yeah, but you don't really think you want to take the time to... Uh, dig graves for each of them no yeah okay well i will then s- try to find my way back to the camp yeah you can find it's not that you go south okay until you hit not forest and then you go back towards the army so you you do that spend the next like half hour 20 minutes working your way back through the forest and eventually come back to uh the camp um where do you where do you go um, I'll probably go to, well, Anthony ran and said that he was going to go tell people, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll probably go to, um, you know, the governor's tent okay. to let, you know, give them an update on what the situation is. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, you, you go there and the governor's there and, uh, Grisham's there and they're kind of discussing hurriedly and you pop in and they look at you expectantly. Oh, hey, um, I took care of the scouting party. We're good. Ah, that's what I was hoping. Did you send anybody out into the woods? Because we, sh- we, sh- we can tell them to come back. We, we, we sent some pursuers uh, behind you, but I'm sure they'll, they'll be back shortly. Okay. Good work. If we lost the element of surprise, that would have uh, made things significantly harder yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. 
they didn't have any really identifying, I mean, besides, you know, the expected, uh, didn't really have anything of interest on them. So, yes, yes. well, it's to be expected. Yeah. But good job. You and your brother did well. Oh, thank you. I'm just glad that I'm just glad that we caught that I saw them and that I was able to catch them. Indeed. Keep a, keep a sharp eye out. We can't have anything jeopardizing our plans. Yes. But uh, for right now, I think it would be best if we'll we'll double our watches, but you need to get some rest. I do. Yeah, I definitely... Get those spell slots back. I expended a lot of resources trying to make sure that they did not get away. Indeed. Uh, so, yeah, thanks you, but he's kind of... Uh, not short, but just... I mean, he has a lot of the point. stuff on yep. his mind, yeah. Stuff going on. Uh, so he sends you back, and you make your way back to, you know, your your area. You can stop by and talk to Anthony briefly if you want. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll stop by and be like, got him. We're good. <laughs> good job. He, you know, congratulates you. Says, oh, thanks. Says thanks. And uh, says, you know, I, I think we we need to get some rest before the big day tomorrow. I, I agree. I think you should probably do the same. Yeah. Can I can I take a mug of that back with me, though? Is that, is that okay? Yeah, sure. I don't yeah do what you need uh he gives it to you uh gives you a a pat on the shoulder and wishes you luck and uh heads toward his his tent to bed down and i'll you know kind of like put my hand on his shoulder and do the like forehead touch thing and be like be safe out there don't get too mushy i'll get as mushy as i want before the the, you know the sinclair siblings go out to war yeah fair enough okay you too Thanks. Good luck. And I'll I'll go to my tent as well and right. kind of decompress with the, the the mug of you know weak ale and get ready to sleep before right. the big battle. You take a night of rest before the dawn because you'll be waking up shortly. But we're gonna pick up there next time. All right. Huzzah. Whoo. That was really, I can't believe it's a whole episode already because I was like, I can't let them get away. Yeah, well, you you did not. So good job. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or your preferred podcasting app. It's a really great way for us to grow. Another great way for us to grow is for you to share us with your friends. So if you have some other folks who enjoy um, D&D or other fantasy-related uh you know, media, tell them about us because we would love to have other people hear our story and our game. Thank you all for so much for sticking by us and we will see you next week.